Failure is not an option. What difference at this point does it make? Nobody said it was going to be fun. This is Real Talk, a fearless, poignant, and intrepid show where truth speaks louder than words. This is Real Talk with your host, Audrey Russo. It's a shame, not of this world, so we live on the run. We keep our eyes set, eyes on what is to come. It happened before, it will happen again. It's just a question of when. Time's a luxury we don't have. This is Maricopa County Sheriff Joe Arpaio, Sheriff for 24 years in Arizona. I was just on the Audrey Russo radio show. What a great person she is. We need more people like her to go public and tell it like it is. And also she talked about my book, which I'm very proud of, Sheriff Joe Arpaio, at American Legend. So once again, Audrey is doing a great job getting that message out. And anytime she wants to talk to me, I'm ready for action. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, this is Audrey Russo, and you're listening to Real Talk. As we continue to live in a bizarro world where poison is called a vax, and while we can still remember Nazi Germany's human experiments, free nations are forcing experimental gene therapy on humans against their will. Will we awaken out of this nightmare? Well, we're going to discuss this with my next guest, direct from South Africa. For my new listeners... Lieutenant General Thomas McInerney, USAF retired, was the former assistant vice chief of the USAF and director of the Defense Performance Review, reporting directly to SecDef and the vice president when he retired after 35 years active duty in 1994. He's a frequent military analyst on TV and national radio, including the Fox News Channel, and he's a member of the Citizens Commission on National Security. It's my great pleasure to give a real talk welcome back to Dr. Peter Hammond. Welcome back, Peter. Thank you so much, Audrey. It's so great to have you back with us, and we're going to jump right in here. So, uh, as you have, we've been talking about China, and uh, you had predicted in the past, China is up to no good yet again. Uh, I understand, among other things, they are testing a hypersonic missile. Is that true? Yes, uh, absolutely staggering. This hypersonic nuclear-capable missile circled the entire globe at 
low orbit in August. Uh, that's according to the Financial Times. And and apparently, American intelligence um, were left stunned. That's that's a bit disturbing. Yes. That the <laughs> military intelligence were left stunned by this. How could this take them by surprise? That's scary. And earlier this year, a, a satellite image showed China had expanded its nuclear missile silo field. That should be even scarier now. Yes. So, uh, I mean, the thing about this hypersonic um, missile flight is we're talking about it traveling at, at something in the uh, 20,000 <laughs> miles an hour. Uh, it's just absolutely staggering the, the speed that this operates. And so this means early warning systems are almost worthless. And uh, I, I don't understand how military intelligence that's got how many satellites up there and spies all over the place. How could they miss this coming? And it's it's not like these things should have taken people by surprise. China's been aiming for all kinds of technological superiority over uh, the West. And um, bear in mind that they also wrote the book, or at least the general of the PLA, the People's Liberation Army, who's in charge of the Wuhan Institute that of Bacteriological Warfare. He wrote the book on um, unrestricted warfare 10 years ago, of course, in Chinese. But uh, <laughs> in it, he specifically says that we cannot beat America uh, with a, a conventional, even nuclear weapons. We need to use biological weapons. We need to use pandemics. We need to use economic warfare. We need to collapse the economy of the West and all sorts of things. But they were talking about working up to being able to have a hypersonic missile. I mean, these are things that um, that the Chinese military leadership have been producing books about that are published. This isn't even secret material. This is out uh, in, in the open market and was exposed, for example, uh, by the origin of the Wuhan virus film documentary that came out in May last year, but was deplatformed everywhere because it was fake news because it said that uh, the Wuhan virus was actually man-made in a laboratory and uh, that uh, it was made with U.S. money and that Fauci knew about it and authorized it. So they dismissed it and deplatformed, and I got threatened for trying to yeah. share and post the, that, the origin of the Wuhan virus um, uh, video last year. And now this year, it's mainstream, it's fact, it's been proved by Rand Paul and the sent investigations and so on. And uh, isn't that extraordinary? But this is this should not take people by surprise. Anybody in military intelligence that can say that they are surprised by this or stunned by it, honestly, shouldn't be in the job. They should be fired, replaced, something. But what are they doing there? I don't think Americans should feel awfully safe yeah. when you've got not only fake news, fake history, fake elections, you've got fake pandemics, you've got fake presidents, you've got fake White Houses, and uh, uh, it seems that you even have fake defense. That's even, yeah, exactly. That's even scarier because meanwhile, while he's, uh, you know, trying to uh, inflict mandates on on people in this country, he is basically without, uh, it's illegal, of course, he basically has uh, given us an open border because they're pouring over the border and he's taking our tax dollars and flying them. We just found out in New York that he's taking unaccompanied minors uh, uh, loading planes up and, and under, under cover of darkness at night, he's flying them in to New York City. This is what he's doing. That, that is just staggering. The, the amount of undermining of American safety, security, civilization, uh, it's just 
beyond comprehension. You can see that the the anti-Trump hysteria went into overdrive with this pandemic last year yeah. in an attempt to crash the uh, re-election bids of your president. Well, it's staggering how he still got a majority of the votes and they had to cheat on the election to even do that. But the amount of things that have been done, all the, the fake uh, charges about Russian collusion and all of this sort of thing, and everything to get rid of Trump, and now everything to undo the good that he did in those four years, and then to try and break down the American people, break down the system, uh, open the borders, uh, destroy the economy, collapse the economy, break down people's morale. Plainly, what we're dealing with is revolution. When they say the Great Reset, there's another R word they should be using, and that is the Great Revolution. That's exactly, exactly. I, I We mentioned this uh, last time we had spoken about the fact that we've never seen anything like this before in our, in our lifetime, that all these democracies, supposed democracies, all at once were doing this, were inflicting these mandates on, on the people, and they weren't based on science. Like, for instance, the... First of all, they changed, as they always do, they changed the name. This, what's going on now is a gene therapy. It's not a vaccine. It can't legally be called a vaccine unless it's licensed. And the fact is, it's not licensed in the United States. That license that they receive for community under Pfizer is for use in Europe, not in the United States. Yet the media ran with it, and people think they're, they're getting some licensed vaccine. It's 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 yes yeah, dangerous. Extremely, it's extremely dangerous. It's highly irresponsible, and it's completely unnecessary because first of all, while COVID nineteen is highly contagious, its death um, uh, rate is something in the less than a naught percent, a naught point something percent. So, when you've got a ninety nine comma something percent chance of surviving it, uh, why would you take a vaccine? Right. Uh, let alone an experimental um, DNA-altering um, medical procedure, when there's more dangers associated to the vaccine than is to the virus. So we in South Africa have got a top heart surgeon, Dr. F Susan Foslu, who uh, since 1988 has been doing heart transplants. So uh, she she's uh, basically a follow-on from Dr. Chris Barnard in Cape Town. And so she's our top heart surgeon uh, in the country. And she said it's vastly more dangerous to take the vaccine than to uh, have the uh, to, uh, than to have the virus. And you've got a far better survival rate of the virus than you have of the vaccine. Well, the media went hysterical. In fact, um, the medical uh, authorities and those who own the hospitals are threatening to strip her of her medical credentials and prevent her from practicing medicine because of her irresponsibility of going against the narrative of the new world disorder that you must take the vaccine, the vaccine's going to save you, and the vaccine's essential, and uh, you're all going to die of the virus if you don't get the vaccine. And, of course, the science has proven that it's false. The, all, the, all the models and all the warnings turned out to be false. They had told us about this whole vaccine back in March of 2020, that hundreds of millions of people were going to die worldwide in a matter of months, and we all had to lock down and so on and so forth. And it all turned out to be false. And... Uh, you know, that this could be communicated by droplets and so on and so forth, that we found that all the narrative was based on lies and it's been exposed as lies. It's a man-made virus and the very people who are promoting the vaccine are the people responsible for the man-made virus. And so there's a real conflict of interest here. And considering that there are many people in your country, it could be 100 million, 
in my country it's uh, something in the region of 10 million who've had the virus and who've recovered like myself my family everyone on our mission yes. we didn't stop doing our work and therefore mm. we all got the virus and we all recovered which means we have natural immunity it is not only unnecessary but highly irresponsible and potentially dangerous to try and vaccinate people with a disease that they've already recovered from and so uh, why would you need to give people a vaccination for something they've already recovered from? And they've got natural immunity, which has been proven in some studies to be 27 times superior to any protection that even a good vaccine could offer. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And when we're seeing all these now, the majority of those that are, are getting the severe cases now of COVID are those who, who have been what they call fully vaxxed, which is at least double vaxxed. And so what are they doing since this is a reality? It's a fact. Now they report it as these are people who are unvaccinated that are getting it. And it's their fault. They're taking up beds in hospitals. They shouldn't be treated. I mean, this is the kind of sick and perverse reaction here. And it's, it's, it's stunning because they're bringing out what they're stoking as the flames of hatred, division. It continues. But if it's not working, and it's clearly not working because it wasn't purpose to work against this virus. So if it's not, then why are they continuing to push vaccine mandates? Look at look what it's doing to the airline industry. You have th mm. thousands that are, 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 are leaving. They're striking. They're leaving because they will not. Why should they take an experimental? It's against the Nuremberg Code. We're the ones that came up yes. with that. And it's against it. And yet that's happening. You have doctors. These are not people that can, you know, it's not like you're working at a, it's not to demean anyone working in a grocery store, but you don't need a, a degree in medicine. You don't need years as an intern, doctors, nurses, uh, different medical experts that are leaving their positions because they're being, these are the people that worked through that time. They got it. They recovered. They still, they were still working. They were heroes. Now they're zeros because they say either get the vax or get out. Now think about how insane this is. It is completely insane because, you know, what happened to all this respect to our frontline nurses and doctors and all that sort of thing. And uh, now it's suddenly like take the vax or get out. And uh, they firing people or people are, are retiring or resigning in mass uh, to avoid the vax, uh, Berlin has uh, suddenly had 30,000 restaurant workers leave because they were told you all got to get the vaccination or you're not allowed in the restaurant industry. So they're lacking uh, cooks and waiters by 30,000 in one city. Wow. Uh, the entire German special forces has resigned saying we're not taking the vax. And you know, all over America, there are doctors, firefighters, first responders saying, no, not us, now airline pilots and others. In my country as well, there's a lot of people. Of course, I'm one of them who say there's no way we're going to get the vax to get uh, what they want us to do. So, for example, I was invited uh, last week. I should have been in America uh, speaking at a history conference, uh, but um, Biden issued an executive order that everyone coming from South Africa needed to have a vaccination or they weren't allowed in. Irrelevant whether we had natural immunity, if we had recovered from it, so on. So I had to cancel because I'm not willing to get the vaccination under any circumstances. Mm. I've got an invitation to speak at a history church conference in Germany in November. I've had to cancel with them because their government also requires me to get a vaccination to go. So it, this is interfering with missions. It's mm. interfering with evangelism. It's inter interfering with every area of life, businesses all over the world. There's so many people I know, 
And of course, I'm in mission, so I, I know a lot of missionaries who are saying, I don't want to get the vaccination, and yet I'm required to if I go to this or that country. Of, and, and of course, they're not willing to do it, and I've advised them. Do not allow yourself to be bullied. This is against every law. It's against the Bill of Rights. It's completely immoral. You cannot coerce people's consciences. We need to stand firm. This is a time for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego type of fervor, where we have this resolution. Our God, whom we serve, is able to save us, and he will. But even if he doesn't, we still won't bow before your idols, nor will we serve your gods. Or in this case, we're not going to take this salvation by vaccination, COVID cult, masquerade madness. Amen to that. Amen. And if that's not enough, then we have uh, another created crisis. It's the the supply chain crisis. That This was absolutely planned. It's obvious that part of this, as far as Biden's concerned, is punishing those of us with natural immunity who refuse to get vaxxed. But the rest was to further destroy the economy, keeping necessities from people and creating more poor I mean, these, can these people be any more evil than this? Yes. In fact, I can give you the other side to what's going on here, too. Uh, in Africa, we are experiencing a new colonialism wave from China. China has a ferocious appetite for raw materials. They are strip mining entire countries. They are chopping down entire forests. Uh, and we're talking about indigenous forests. Uh, they are um, dredging the uh, uh, oceans right next to our shores of our sea life. Um, they are coming into countries in Africa, and they will give the dictator and his uh, cronies uh, whatever they want, you know, whether it's money, uh, uh, military aircraft, tanks, uh, equipment they need to oppress their population. They'll build a stadium in the name of the president or whatever. You know, they'll give them whatever uh, toys these characters want, fill their Swiss bank accounts, whatever it is they need. But in return, the the country's concerns uh, hand over their mineral rights. And so China's coming in to places like Zimbabwe and Zambia and so on and, and Congo. And they just are taking everything that they want, whether it's platinum, gold, copper, you name it, uranium, the whole deal. And so uh, China is colonizing in such a degree. Now in Zimbabwe, at one point, they had a whole lot of their people they wanted to bring in to sell their, sorry to use the word, but Chinese junk. Yeah. Um on, on the streets, you know, the stuff that breaks before you get home. And uh, <laughs> so they were, um, and of course they can undercut everyone because it's built with slave labor. I mean, <laughs> who can undercut prices when you don't pay your workers? And so, and they get them out of concentration camps. Yeah. So uh, with all of this coming into uh, uh, Zimbabwe, well, there was a whole lot of entrepreneurs selling the wares on the sides of the streets. And Chinese complained to the Zimbabwe government of uh, ZANU-PF, the communists there, um, we can't sell our wares while you've got all these people on the side of the street. So the Zimbabwe army was mobilized and they just, they used bulldozers. They destroyed the homes of one and a half million people in Harare, one and a half million in the middle of winter, oh the coldest gosh. time, just smashed and destroyed and burned these people. And they gathered all their things and all oh, these are are the entire stocks to sell. These are poor people, but they go to the side of the street and they set out their wares and they, they sell what they can. I mean, this is normal in Africa. They destroyed the lives, livelihoods, and homes of one and a half million people so that the Chinese could move in with their warehouses and their shopping centers in Tarare and sell what they wanted without competition. Now they're pushing the expropriation without compensation uh, of farms in South Africa for the same reason. The Chinese are convinced that just like in Zimbabwe, where they took 
the farms that uh, had had 5,800 farmers were evicted from their farms in Zimbabwe, and the Chinese dredged a whole of them, strip mined a whole of these farms, and they found valuable minerals. In fact, one place, Meringue, they found a major diamond uh, mine uh, deposit, and so they were pulling out a quarter of the world's diamond production out of that one farm area that they'd confiscated in Zimbabwe, Meringue. And all those diamonds went straight to China, and the people of Zimbabwe got nothing out of it. The dictators probably got something, but the people nothing. Now, they convinced that under the farms in South Africa that feed the country are minerals that they can use in China. And so they're putting up our government to actually uh, hand over the farms to China. And uh, this is nothing about helping the indigenous people of Africa, you can be sure. Because, mm. okay, look, the people starve, but so what? China's going to find platinum, cobalt, uranium, or whatever under these different farms, and they're going to strip mine it, and the dictator's left with some goodies, but the population is impoverished, and okay, a few tens of millions of people are going to starve to death, but uh, that's the price of progress. That's what's going on in our country. So I'm sure you can understand, considering what China does in Africa, you can believe what they are about to do in America and so on too. Sure. And are they still pushing the vaccine and, and, and vaccine mandates? or uh, Not just mandates, are they trying to push a passport in South Africa? Oh, yes. In South Africa, we're protesting this. I'm a regular speaker at these demonstrations and protests, and that was a major reason I was invited up to this farmers event. And uh, yes, we, we're protesting it. Our government's trying to push a COVID vaccine passport that you won't be allowed to buy or sell or travel. I mean, doesn't it ring some bells from Revelation 13? You can't travel, buy or sell if you don't get the mark and you've got to have a passport of this. And they, they're pushing this COVID passport. They've gone another step for, further just this Monday. Uh, they've actually announced that they're planning to uh, now go into the schools and vaccinate all the children without the parents' knowledge or consent. Oh and goodness. you can imagine there's a outrage because what government dares do this this is not the job of any school to forget about vaccinate it's not job of a school to do experimental um toxins into some kid's body which could sterilize them for life or kill them or have them paralyzed or yeah. having all kinds of autism no so there's outrage here and uh, you can be sure there's a lot of protest but they mobilized the riot police on our protest just two weeks ago and they just waded into a bunch of mothers and fathers and people pushing prams and people in wheelchairs. And, you know, the, these are not criminals. These are normal people, including teachers and doctors and nurses and, uh, you know, very normal people. And they just waded in with truncheons and these Roman looking like uh, rectangular shields and started whacking people, blood flowing from people's heads and gashes and arms and person's eye damaged and with with blood pouring down from the eye. Uh, I mean, you can see some of the video footage of it. It's absolutely horrific. Not as bad as the Melbourne police in Australia, right. but it's like they've obviously inspired the people here to attack people. And there was no violence on, on our side. Our people were just there to protest against mandatory vaccinations and mandatory vaccination passports. And the police were unleashed. I don't know who ordered it. Um, to uh, be violent to these peaceful protesters. Well, I'll tell you, uh, when it comes to the, this is, that's insanity. And when it comes to the U.S., the only thing, thank you, God, for the founders, the only thing that is preventing them from taking over here is that we have the Second Amendment and there's over 400 million guns. 
and responsible gun owners in this country that they will not win against. So that is the only thing that's stopping. And I just thank God every day for that as I go to the range and, and practice. So, I mean, if need be, um, you know, they are not going to take, they're not going to take us. I mean, so this is what they're hoping, well, but not going to happen. Well, you can be sure that um, we're not as well armed as the Americans, but there's still a lot of gun owners in South Africa and, and farmers in particular who do not intend to go down without a fight. And that mm -hmm. might have slowed the enemy down. But uh, this is what we're facing. China is trying to collapse other people's economies. They're basically trying to loot and rape the countryside of raw materials. And it's, their attitude is no deposit, no return. They've, they've got no interest in the countries except as a place to literally strip mine out what they want. And they leave ecological wastelands behind themselves. Yeah. Uh, this is outrageous. And I was shocked when I went to America to see how much of the things in America are made in China. It looks like Walmarts, mostly made in China. Yes. It looks like all the toys in Disneyland are made in China. It looks like the McDonald's toys are made in China. Even get American flags made in China. I mean, goodness me, that, that's just <laughs> ridiculous. So, so, you know, what's happening is America was exporting its jobs to China. And, of course, uh, President Trump's unforgivable sin is he brought jobs and companies back to America yeah. and he started to um, a deal with China uh, and give them the art of the deal and negotiate a good deal for America and let China know that America is not for sale. Yeah. And so no wonder the politicians who are bought and paid for and owned by China suddenly went into hyper overdrive to do everything they could by hook or by crook and by deceit and by every means of, of fakery in order to a stampede and torpedo America into the most fraudulent elections probably in your um, lifetime and, and country's experience yeah. in order to have this fake government in the White House under this sleepwalker Biden who's probably some puppet for some ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. But uh, the caveat to all these communist leaders, because that's what they are, they're communists, uh, this is not going to work out well for you. Peter, where can the listeners follow and support your excellent work and purchase your books? Where can they do that? Our website is www.frontlinemissionsa.org. Frontlinemissionsa.org. And my personal email is peter at frontline.org.za. Peter at frontline.org.za. And uh, we're also on social media. You can find me, Peter Hammond, or Frontline Fellowship on Facebook. Always good to be on your show, and we're so grateful for what you do, Audrey. It's so important in Real Talk to be exposing what's going on, informing us, because we sure can't depend on the fake, lamestream media, can we? No, we can't. Thank you so much for that. And as always, I'll have those links in my after show, which is now on the live show page. Just go to AudreyRusso.com, click on the on-air button, and right under the show description, you'll find all the links and info that Peter just shared. Thanks so much again, Peter, for taking the time to share your brilliant assessments with us. Will you join us again on the show? Yes? Looking forward to it. Excellent. Until then, may God bless you, your work, and may God save America. Bye for now. Amen. Thank you.